In the shadow of your wings I will abide forever And hear my spirit sings I will rejoice in you, my God Welcome to In the Shadow of Your Wings with Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. The Granby Christian Church desires the lost to be saved and the believer to passionately pursue Christ in all that they do. Let's join Pastor John Marins for today's message. Good evening, dear friends in Jesus Christ. Well, our kids are back to school. This means that in the coming months, they will be again spending many important hours listening to their teachers. Listening is crucial to learning. Listening is crucial to development. But I ask this important question. Are we and our children making a concerted effort to spend time with the Lord Jesus Christ listening to Him? After all, He's the greatest of all teachers. Listening to the Lord Jesus Christ is our topic for tonight. Shall we pray? Almighty God, Creator of all that has been made, By the contrite heart, we bow our heads before you just now. Our request is simple. Teach us, dear God, by your Holy Spirit to listen to Jesus. Jesus is your only begotten Son. Jesus is the Lord of heaven and the earth. Jesus Christ is our Savior, so reveal yourself to us, Father, through your Son and the words that he would speak to us, Father. If it is our sincere wish to hear Jesus, then we must not harden our hearts. So give us grace that we might not turn from his voice, his still small voice. Instead, may we seek his face moment by moment and seek to listen. Jesus, we do want to listen to you tonight. It is our true longing. Thank you for giving us this pure desire in our hearts. For we know it is from you. Papa, please make it happen. For we cry out to you with all our heart that these requests might be granted in the name of your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. God has a wonderful plan for our time together tonight, friends. For we're going to be reading from the living and abiding Word of God. In other words, we'll be listening to Jesus, who is the Word made flesh. We'll be praying to the God of the universe in the name of His dear Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we will be conversing with Jesus and the other members of the Holy Trinity. We now invite the Holy Spirit to be our teacher. So Jesus will be speaking to us by the Holy Spirit. Friends, do you understand all this? Have you invited Jesus to live inside of you? Jesus is in me, for I've invited him into my heart to dwell eternally. The scriptures say in Hebrews 13:5, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. I've said to Jesus as I stood at the front door of my heart, welcome home, Jesus. And he came in and he has come to stay. Dear friends, daily he is with me. And just as the chorus of that old hymn entitled In the Garden, written by C. Austin Miles, says, And he walks with me and talks with me 
and he tells me I'm his own, and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. So friends, to confirm the truth of all of this, let's open our copy of the scriptures to Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. We will begin reading in the first verse, again, of Hebrews chapter 2. I'll be reading tonight from the King James Version of the Bible. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things that we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Note the phrase we have heard found in verse 1. The Greek word translated here is akuo. It means to hear, to attend, to consider what has been or will be said. A thing that comes into our ears by learning, by hearing. Friends, we have heard. For if the words spoken by angels, again, did you hear the word spoken? This is God's method in the past of communicating with his people, speaking through angels, speaking through prophets. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a recompense of reward, how shall we escape? If we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord. There it is again. Did you see it in verse 3? Began to be spoken by the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, and was confirmed unto us, reading on in verse 3, by them that heard him. We want the words spoken by Jesus. The words that were confirmed by those who heard him to be the words that live inside of our hearts, right? Verse 4, God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. The message of Jesus, the true message of the gospel, the saving work that Jesus Christ did on the cross, this message was of such supreme importance to fallen mankind that God confirmed this message also called the gospel of Jesus, with signs and wonders and various miracles. These various miracles were presented during the preaching done by the followers of Jesus Christ, God's Son. Under the angels hath he not put, verse 5 says, in subjection the world to come where we speak, but in a certain place testifying, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. Shouldn't we be listening to the one who is the ruler? For in that he put all in subjection unto him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor that by the grace of God should taste death for every man. Listen to these words. Christ has tasted death for every man, even for you. For it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. This is such an important message. Suffering is necessary for the perfecting of our faith, the purifying of our faith, the refining of our faith. Verse 11, for both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified 
are all one, for which cause he's not ashamed to call them brethren. Now please carefully listen to verse 12 and following. The last phrase of verse 11 says that Jesus is not ashamed to call them that are made pure brethren. We're brothers and sisters of Christ, friends. Saying, verse 12, I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church. Will I sing praise unto thee? Note that verse 12 says that Jesus will declare the name of God. He'll speak the name of God in the church. And he'll also be heard as he sings praise to God in the holy assembly. Listen for Jesus Christ tomorrow morning in your hearts as he joins your congregation in singing to the praise of God. It will fill you with wonder and it will cause your eyes to tear. Verse 13, and again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God hath given me. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Christ destroyed the devil at the cross. That's what the scripture says. And delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in the things pertaining to God, to make a reconciliation for the sins of the people. A high priest goes both directions. A high priest takes the messages of the people and brings them before the altar of God, but he also takes the declarations of God and brings them to the people. Thus Jesus does for us. Verse 18, for in that he himself hath suffered being tempted, he's able to help those that are tempted. You will hear a voice. Isaiah 30, 21 says, and your ear shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. When you turn to the right or when you turn to the left, this is the promise that is especially made to Christians that during times of temptation, God will not let you be tempted beyond that which you can bear. Young's literal translation says, No temptation hath taken you except human. That means it's of the nature of the flesh. And God is faithful. He will not suffer you to be tempted above what you're able, but he will make with the temptation also the outlet for your being able to bear it. Listen to the words of the song that my brother Philip Marins and I have been working on together. I believe that it communicates what God would have us to believe on the subject of listening to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's called at Jesus' feet, and it's still a work in progress, friends. Here are some of the words. Have you ever prayed that the Lord would help you? Have you ever begged for his answer to come? Have you ever wondered what he might tell you in that desperate time? The chorus says, when we cry, Lord, you listen. And if we're silent, Lord, you speak. It's a holy conversation when we wait at Jesus' feet. Verse 2, drawing near to Christ, you can hear him whisper. Gathered in his arms, you can feel him weep. Leaning on the Lord, you will find the answer, waiting 
at his feet. When we cry, Lord, you listen. When we're silent, Lord, you speak. It's a holy conversation when we wait at Jesus' feet. To that noble place in heaven, Jesus calls his own weary, wounded, hungry sinners. He's invited home. When we cry, Lord, you listen. If we're silent, Lord, you speak. It's a holy conversation when we wait at Jesus' feet. Friends, God wants to talk to you. People in the Old Testament, people in the New Testament experience this great wonder of the God of the universe impressing upon their hearts truth, sometimes through angels, sometimes through the written word, sometimes through the voice of prophets. Nevertheless, God wants to speak to you, and especially in our day and time, God wants to speak to you through the Lord Jesus Christ. Is Jesus Christ able to communicate with you? Yes. Shall we pray? God Almighty, forgive me for the times when I thought of prayer as just me talking to you. Oh, it is that, but it's so much more, Father. For in the Word we read of devout men and women, your servants, who would often generously give alms to the poor. Those who feared you would often seek you in fasting and prayer. And Lord, to these you spoke. You have no favorites. Anyone who comes to you in faith, believing that you exist, will be rewarded by you. And the reward that we especially seek is to hear your still small voice when we're tempted. Help us to cry out to you. Help us to seek divine direction that will lead us in the way of escape that we will not fall into Satan's trap. Lead us, guide us, guard us, direct us, and protect us by the words that Jesus speaks to us deep in our hearts. Let us hear you speak to us. And you will be saying in a still, small voice behind us, this is the way. Walk in it. Jesus, on this night, we're crying out to you, realizing that you were cruelly put to death, that we might have a personal relationship with you and with the Father. You have said, everyone that is of the truth, hears your voice. May we hear your voice and may we obey your voice in jesus name father we pray amen thank you for listening to in the shadow of your wings with pastor john marins of the granby christian church if you don't have a church home they would like to invite you to join them this sunday for morning worship at 10:45. the church is located at 969 granby miners road in granby missouri have a blessed weekend and remember to abide in the shadow of his wings i will rejoice in you my God in the shadow of